It's Rare Candy, the Pokemon podcast. And we are back. It's Rare Candy, the Pokemon podcast. Krish here, and I've got Last Branny, aka Chikorita Chick Bran, with me. <laughs> and uh, we're going to dive back in with another episode here. We are on our second episode of the podcast talking about the third and fourth episodes of the anime and it's pivotal here it's a pivotal moment because you know we've been heavily criticizing ash as a trainer over the first couple of episodes which we will continue to do we will continue to do uh we will be criticizing ash for at least the first probably 10 episodes and let's be honest he he deserves it but yeah you know ash has finally caught his first pokemon and we are moving in in the right direction he's 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 learning he's slowly learning this episode is called ash catches a pokemon and obviously we learn so much we learn so much in this episode. Um, so, here's the thing. When you're traveling through uh, Viridian Forest, because, you know, we were in Viridian City before, um, but we're traveling through Viridian Forest still, and um, there's there's various bug-type Pokemon. This is like the bug forest. Literally the bug forest, like the bug haven. And really Misty throws a huge fit because she, she hates, hates bugs. Bugs. Uh I mean, honestly, I would be in the same I'd probably be in the same position. Yeah. But I think we might have touched on this on the last episode, but I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think that Caterpie's Caterpie's pretty cute in this episode. I'm I'm not like a huge Caterpie fan. And that's um, spoiler. Wise. That's who he catches. We are, yeah, we already know that, remember? Oh yeah. We did touch on that last time. Yeah, we touched the very the end cuz the end of the last episode he actually catches the Pokémon. Right, right. He catches Caterpie and then at the beginning they show that him catching him again. And um this whole episode is about Caterpie and We'll get. We'll touch on it. We'll 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 get to kind of like what the episode's about, but it's just a sweet, just cute little episode. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. I want to start off by talking about Misty a little bit more. So we know that Misty is following Ash because Ash crashes her bike, and she says, "You're gonna pay for that. You're gonna give me a new bike." Um, but is that really why Ash is being followed? Like, why is Misty taking this so personal? I think that there's more to it. Misty. Misty, see. And I know we talked about this a little bit. We did. We touched on it. Um, she just needs a companion. Like, she needs some friends. She's that, she's that, like, angsty kid in school yeah, she's, who, angst- like, she's definitely angsty she makes she can make enemies she's got a big personality she says things she speaks her mind you know yeah. at this point we don't really know a lot about misty and we don't really know who she is we don't know where she comes from all we know is that she loves 
um, water Pokemon. Um, and she hates bugs. And we don't really know anything else about her. It's like, we're kind of guessing her age. Like, is she the same age as Ash? Is she, you know, what is she? Is she already out on her own um, journey? Right. At this point, and, you know? And, I mean, because she was out, would she still be out on that journey if Ash hadn't come along? Yeah, right? or are they just kind of going along together? It's a good question. Yeah. She's got her backpack. Yeah. Well, She's I mean, got her fishing always, pole. They always got their backpack. She's a she water had, Pokemon trainer. She had her bike. That sucker got fried, though. Yeah. We know that. I mean, maybe we'll learn a little bit more about that as we go on, um, about Misty and... I, I wish that they would touch more on Misty and her... We know about her... We'll learn about her background in future episodes, but I wish we knew more about what she wanted to do other than just be a Pokemon, like, water Pokemon trainer. Right. Like, what does she want to do with that, you know? Anyways... Um, we'll keep going. We'll keep moving on. But, um, at this point, uh, Caterpie is already caught. It's so cute. It's trying to be so playful with Misty and Misty is like, yeah, she's giving it no love. And no, like, and it's, it's just, it's just hurting Caterpie's feelings. It's like, painful. Like, it, it's- like I felt the pain. For Caterpie. I mean, that, I think that we would feel the same way if we had this giant, giant-ass bug just trying to crawl up Oh, it leg. would be, it would be horrible. Now, and I, trust me, if Pokemon were real, I mean, like, I'd get animals are real. But, right. like, they're not Pokemon. Right. And it's if Pokemon are real. a giant caterpillar. Think about, think about having, like, a snuggly Pokemon in real life. Let me let me think of a good example. Let's see if I can find a Eevee. gin. Yeah, Evie, Evie, Evie's great, right? Whether it's a dog, a fox, or a cat, we literally had this discussion while eating curry and uh, pad thai today. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah, we'll move on from that. But still, if it was something like that, that's a that's a big difference yeah, than having a cute big companion caterpillar right on right, your right. shoulder. Yes, so we bigger than get, your head. We get. It's just sad. It's a sad scene. Um, but this whole episode is about that. It's about Caterpie is just, you know, it wants to be loved. It wants... Like every Pokemon, right? Um, it wants to be Especially once they're caught. I mean, they are so loyal. They're just like dogs in real life. They're so loyal <laughs> to their trainers. I mean, we'll touch on this later on, but... When we get into Team Rocket and their Pokemon, I like how everything we we kind of like or talk about man, we things really love that we're Team like, oh, we're, we're, no, we're we're gonna touch on this, we're gonna touch on this, it's coming. on everything, it's because there's just so much, there's so much coming, and there's so many different things that happen <laughs> in future episodes that we already know about, but we're like, we don't want to spoil those things yet, and everything comes full circle with a lot of these points, but yeah, like Pokemon true. are so loyal, it doesn't matter who their trainer is, most of the time they're they're gonna obey and do as they're told. Um, I mean, that's the whole thing of, of training your Pokemon, and the, the Pokemon's only as you know, good as the trainer, as their trainer. And the trainer, um, if the trainer doesn't learn from their Pokemon and doesn't establish that bond, that friendship, you know, there's no learning to be had. And while we criticize Ash, we touched on last episode too, that's what makes him 
great in the long run. But hey, if you haven't listened to the last you know, episode, go ahead and do that. That was our first episode. Um, lots of lots of great points. Good, in there. good starts on the first two episodes of the anime. Anyways, you'll enjoy it. Um, so this point they run into a new Pokemon that we have seen. Actually, we haven't seen this one. It's not Pidgey. It's Pidgeotto. And you know, we were we were a little baffled. I mean, I keep forgetting that he caught Pidgeotto. We and forgot. It wasn't a Pidgey. We thought that I thought that he caught Pidgey. And this whole time, like we're both knowing that Pidgeotto he was in that Ash's party. Evolve the the evolved version. It's kind of crazy that he caught Pidgeotto as a second <laughs> Pokemon and not Pidgey. But you know, it's it's just kind of funny is that we were talking about how ash uses caterpie as bait to try to get this pidgeotto like bad idea ash what are you thinking early bird gets the worm literally in this situation man caterpie is having a having a poor thing is doesn't know how to battle and you just throw caterpie's ass out there what are you doing? What are you, you expecting? Have a, you have a Pikachu. Shock shock that bird. <laughs> Just shock that bird. Bring him down. And he's done so. I don't know what. You weaken him with, with the Thunderbolt, with the Thundershock, whatever thunder you got. I, every note that I have it. that we talk about every episode so far that we've made um i just keep saying this is proof that ash doesn't know a damn thing about what he's doing because they're like dude you can't use this type with this type he doesn't know what types to use against each it's, other it's and it's like real life scenarios too very early on in pokemon and i mean, well, I mean throughout I the journeys in the, in the regions and just in the gyms in general sense. Like, that was common sense. You this bird is going to get this worm. Literally. This caterpillar. I mean, he's that's nature. It's nature. It's, um, <laughs> it's, but I mean. It's the circle of life. It's the circle of life. It's the Pokemon world. We all live in a Pokemon you world. That's, all right. that's the next season. We'll get to that much later on. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say. Is, the, the, the funny part is, is that Misty even knows more than Ash in this situation. She's like, Ash, you are an idiot. Do you not realize that you can't do that? That's true. And, and he's it's, like, it's oh, painful. really? It's a little painful because. Um, and if you if you don't know Misty, <sighs> like her backstory before going into this. And it's like. Oh, this. You don't like Misty yet. You really don't like Misty yet. So you want to see Ash do better I without her critiquing him. I have I have an opinion that I know Christian doesn't like it. But at this point in this story, I know we're only on the third episode. But I completely think that at this point, Misty is a better trainer than Ash. Oh, hands down, hands down, because she, I mean, in, in the game, she's the actual uh, uh, Cerulean City gym leader, so... Yeah, but not right now. Not right now. I mean, we don't know what happened at that gym. We don't know why just, she's on her I journey. I want to know. I want to know. She's a 10-year-old, but she's not as cool as her sisters. Um, but what I was going to say is, 
a fun fact about this episode too with Ash catching the Pidgeotto. Now, in yellow version specifically, I don't remember if you could do this in um, blue or red, but I know in yellow version specifically, I used to do it all the time. And if you got into Viridian Forest, where they are, if you search for countless minutes and hours, you can actually find an evolved Pidgey. You can find a Pidgeotto, level 7, level 9, one of those two. And the encounter rate is just stupid. So I searched for hours. Why? Why would you do that though? What's you, the point? What's the because you just get a Pidgey and evolve it. But but the cool thing is you can find this Pidgeotto at like level seven, and clearly Pidgey doesn't evolve until like level sixteen. Yeah. So it's like I've got this Pidgeotto who shouldn't Already. even be a Pidgey. So it's super it's just, cool. I think it's I, a shout out to. Oh no that that. That's first. Yeah. So no, that's first. Oh, and they did the, the show. game's first <gasps> and then the show built that after the game. That's a pretty cool so, little tidbit of information there. Loved but it. I would just think that at the like at that point you would already have your Pokémon evolved by the time you actually find it. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. leveling up by the time that you would actually find the Which rare. usually happens, right? You know. And and good for you. Yeah, good good for you. I mean, it was cool. Determined. Cool find. And I mean, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Pidgeotto's future. That's way later. Um, we, again, again, again. We will get there at some we'll point. We'll get there. Uh... <laughs> we, we have to stay on track. We have to. We stay get on track. De- derailed we a lot because we're so passionate about this. Ash, passionate about this. That was a bad dad joke. Okay. Anyways, so. Um, the end of the episode, so this this whole episode is just, you know, Caterpie, just my brother, we watched this episode with him, and and he's like, <laughs> literally, Caterpie's just crying at the moon, he's just, like, being sad and sappy, he's like, oh, I just want, you know, someone to love me, or I want to be an evolved Pokemon, he's dreaming about being a Butterfree and evolving and the entire time he's doing is like you know he's looking up at the moon he's having an actual conversation with pikachu and like you know how pokemon usually talk most most pokemon in, in the anime talk by saying their name like so pikachu's like pika pika pikachu caterpie is not saying caterpie it's just like <laughs> he's, yeah he's like <laughs> you know he's making this crazy noise and uh, my brother-in-law is literally like, that has got to be the most annoying noise. <laughs> like, I would not want a Caterpie. Um, and that prompted us uh, to tell him if you've never heard the sound. his opinion with the uh, victory bell. Victory bells screech. <laughs> Classic victory bell. Where did, what made them decide to go with that? This thing no. literally is just shrieking. He's shrieking. It's like the it's like the screaming goat. Yeah. On loop. Yep. On YouTube. Um just shrieking. And it's a Venus flytrap. So I mean, I don't know what other noise a Venus flytrap would make. Maybe a closing sound or a clap, but Or just say its own name. Or say like its own name. They should. Victory Bell. Alright. So the end of this episode 
obviously we come to the end of the episode where Caterpie finally evolves into Metapod. It's just such a sweet special moment because it's just something that he's been longing for this whole episode. <laughs> um, so the reason we decided to do two episodes in this um, one episode of a podcast was just whenever there's going to be like a kind of like a slower story that is not really eventful. We're going to try to do and cover two episodes just so that we can have more to talk about. And usually they through. flow, they flow together anyways, yeah. um, unless it's a, it's a completely different jump. And, yeah. We get, they get to a new city there. There's a new gym, gym leader or, um, a new perilous shady act by Team Rocket, but of course. you know um, this one's really flowing together, so we'll keep it rocking. So that's the end of that episode, and of course we're gonna do what we've been doing is talking about our favorite Pokemon of the episode. We came to the conclusion that, of course, our favorite Pokemon of this episode was Caterpie. He's just you know, he's small, but he's mighty. And I i kid you not, like, Butterfree, everybody loves Butterfree, right? Um, and we'll get there, but Caterpie kind of gets swept under the rug and forgotten about a lot. Um, because and... he's an, he's like an OG when you're starting your journey on the game. Mm-hmm. It's literally one of the first Pokemon you run into. Right, and you're Caterpie like... Caterpie or Weedle. And he takes... And, his, and, and I will say that it is not Caterpie's fault that he's forgotten about. It is Metapod's fault because you don't want to evolve Caterpie into Metapod and then use freaking Harden over and over and over again. Right, why do you... Need, you don't want a Metapod. Like, it's just, just an annoying thing to switch him in, switch him back out, to level him up, just to get your Butterfree. It's worth it in the end, but, you know, it's an old school I method without that experience share um, early on in the original games, so to speak. Um, but he absolutely grabs your heart, and he's so cute in this episode, and uh, so worth it to love. So, please love him. Yeah. Well, that's the end of that episode. I think we're going to go ahead and take a break. So then we will come back and start talking about episode four. Challenge of the Samurai. We'll catch you guys in just a few right after this break. All right. And we are back from our break. Happy to have you guys back with us. We're going to be talking about, as I was saying, the fourth episode of the anime, Challenge of the Samurai. So, with this episode, <laughs> they're still in the forest, the Viridian Forest, and... Uh, I did not remember this episode at all. Uh, I mean, I didn't remember that he was a samurai. I remember the, ep- the, the epicness of the Metapod battle, but, um, <laughs> you know... Misty, Misty actually runs into the samurai first, and he's like, "Oh uh, yeah, he's, he's a trainer." Like, he's like, "Have you uh, heard of this young trainer from Palatown or whatever?" And she's like, "Dude, not, not why? me." But what are you? Oh, that's Ash. But yeah, why is this guy looking for Ash? Like, 
Who cares about Ash right now? Dude has done nothing. I mean, he saw Ho-Oh. No one knows that. Um, He doesn't even know the name of (laughs) Ho-Oh. He tried to show Professor Oak Ho-Oh, obviously, as we talked about in the first and second episodes. And Professor Oak didn't know. So what has Ash done that is so significant that this guy is looking for him to challenge him to a battle? Um, We're going to find that out. Yep. But uh, he wants to battle, though. He wants to battle Ash, and Ash is like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna battle," and he brings out his his Pidgeot. No, wait, Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto. Sorry, I actually wrote down. He brings out Pidgeotto, which he right before this Pidgeotto is um battling. He's he's battling and he pass. What do you, what do you, what do they say in the show? Does it do they say that he faints? He, he I think they actually used whooped. <laughs> the uh, term whooped. <laughs> he's basically fainted. So he was he was games. KO'd. Okay, and Energy Ash was. is like, all right, we're gonna battle. I'm bringing out my brand new Pokemon and. He comes straight out the ball, and he's just, like, dead on the ground. And dude... And dude's like, whoa. Dude literally has... Dude has a pincer. Yeah. He said, how how dare you pretty much bring out this dead-ass Pokemon? That's just disrespectful. I mean, he doesn't say that, but basically that's what, he, that's what he's thinking. He's like, this guy's an idiot. You can't just... It's like, what a bad trainer. You Your Pokemon yeah. has no energy, can't fight. You, you literally out there. can't do anything. What, what are you thinking? You have. How many times am I going to say this? You have a Pikachu sitting right next to you. Literally. Like, that thing. That thing can thunder. Which he doesn't even use it. He freaking brings out Metapod. Mm hmm. <laughs> Which Metapod can't do shit either. Yeah, I mean, what do you want Metapod to do? But. But it's Metapod did really win. Good. Metapod wins. Metapod cool. uses Harden, the one uh, one movie he, he can do. But Right, he uses Harden, and obviously the strat here is, well, the only main thing that Pincer can do is, is pence and pinch. <laughs> and so, while Metapod's using Harden, Pincer cannot squeeze through that, that hard shell of his, and he basically crushes some of his Pincers. Um, so that causes Mr. Samurai to bring him back, Pincer back. And, uh, you know, that, that sets up the scene for the epic Metapod versus Metapod battle. Yes. Harden till the death. And is that when this, when the Beedrill come out though? Is well, it literally mid battle? Yes. But don't you forget about the important scene here. That uh, that is caused from both Metapods using maximum Harden, and please, the please shine explain. that is coming, the shine that the sun is reflecting off of of the maximum Harden. From yes, exactly, <laughs> Metapods, like it is literally creating such sun Our rays sunlight. for sun tanning that Misty is literally chilling in her bikini. And- and Pikachu's a got a freaking lay around his neck with a with like a freaking tiki bar cup <laughs> with an umbrella and everything. Yeah. Like that is that's where, OG where'd Pokemon. They get that, where'd they get this stuff? I don't know. Like the Vir- the Viridian City tiki bar. Tiki bar? 
<laughs> like, it's pretty cool. I, I liked that. Yeah, sure. That uh, nothing happens. I don't know if that's like an original. So, if anybody drew that Pikachu on a card, a TCG card, oh, but that'd be a great design. I'm. You heard be. it here first, folks, on Rare Candy. That would be a great. Tiki Piki. Tiki Piki. Listen, Tiki Piki. Tiki Piki needs to be real, folks. If there's another TCG drawing illustration contest, which they just had one and they announced the winners a few months ago, like that needs to be, that needs to be a design. Yeah. Actually, listeners, if you want to send that original design into us, so like we could just have some fan art, that'd be sweet too. Ooh, I like it. So I like that. I like that. So. What okay? What is supposed to happen between the two metapod? Well, like what's what is crazy it? is it's like it's basically like a face off, like a like a staring contest, but they can't see each other's faces. <laughs> they're literally just staring at their trainers. Thank God they're not leering. They're not using leer. So I I really I don't understand. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm tr- you're saying they're they're just. They're There's, just both using Harden, but what is that going to do? Which one can get the hardest? <laughs> I mean, that's what we're talking about here. And, and you know, basically, I think maybe both trainers are like, man. Man, mine, my, mine can get real hard. Mine can get real hard. But if, if my Metapod gets harder... Maybe it'll evolve into a Butterfree. Yeah, yeah. It'll get so hard that it'll break open. Yeah. So. I mean, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Foresha- that is foreshadowing. Look, look, look. Foreshadow report. We dove deep into this and we figured it out. <laughs> well, as that doesn't really get to happen yet because a swarm of Beedrill just come up from the trees. And they come down and um, before I we say what happens... Ash sucks as a trainer. <laughs> Man, we're back at that. He sucks as a trainer because you see, you'll see. He the bee drills come over and they just take Metapod, and Ash is just freaking standing there. He said, Metapod. He's like, he just took my Metapod. They're <laughs> flying away with it. Man, he might not ever see you again, buddy. Yeah, see Atlanta. Okay, I just it's like that. At that point, you can try your hardest with pikachu i mean he doesn't know the skill level that pikachu Pikachu did shock like one he did but, but like it, why didn't he shock the one, the that one was with yeah. metapod i i don't know I, I don't i don't blame pikachu i, I blame ash for not right you know telling I mean, him what to do pikachu does what ash tells him to do True. anyway so um we find out that the samurai um the reason he was looking for ash was that he was defeated by three palatown trainers that already came by with the starters that the, they're the, palatown with the, trainers starters. the starters yep and he wanted to learn he was learning from how well that they battled because they <laughs> they all beat him and he was like I'm okay with them beating me because I'm learning from it, basically. And he was just like, well, I'm not learning from anything from you because you're trash. Right. He's he's just dissing Ash. Like, Ash just sucks in this. And he's just like, 
he's not using his Pokemon correctly. He's not treating his Pokemon right by trying to use them when they're like but, low energy. You know, to Ash's defense, the samurai did come by and like distract him while he was using Pidgeotto. Yeah, he was trying to catch to catch Weedle. He was. He was. And that's why Pidgeotto was tired. Um now why Pidgeotto was so tired battling Weedle? That's a question in itself. Yeah. They've been that's... in this forest for a long time, I guess, so they need to <laughs> get to the Pokemon Center. Um and, and Pidgeotto was weakened before. Um battling Team Rocket and initially battling Pikachu sure. and Caterpie when he was first caught. But, you know, still. Right. Um something that I was thinking about while watching this um is the samurai actually supposed to be a bug catcher. the bug catcher in the games. Definitely. You know, he's he kind of like come by. Right. You come by him and he's like, oh, we're going to battle. And <laughs> we locked eyes, baby. We're gonna, it's on. It's on now. We're going to battle with my bugs. And he's just got bug Pokemon. That's, it. that's all he's got. Um, And he has the net. That's what that's what had me thinking. And I'm mm-hmm. but, but I'm like, why is this guy a samurai? We Literally. never really figured we never really got that answer. He kind of seemed like a kid, yeah. but we were I'm not really sure. It was just kind of random. It was kind of random. I just liked how he like he literally had a, he was a legit samurai. He had yeah, two that's he had two, two weapons, two, two items of choice, uh a samurai sword and a bug net. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that because, you know, those are two items I would like to carry around. <laughs> you know, it's like it really, it really was like, shout out to one of my other favorite actual like up-to-date games on PlayStation 4, PS5. It was like Ghost of Tsushima meets Animal Crossing. <laughs> what a crossover. What a that's crossover a, there. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good comparison. Thank you. Well, anyway, so the episode going on, this battle between the Beedrill is kind of intense as... I mean, Beedrills are pretty scary. I wouldn't want to be chased by a swarm of Beedrills. They're literal giant Swarm? Bees. I wouldn't want to be chased by one. Right. Um, and they're they're pretty big. Like, ain't no way. Um, so they run away from the Beedrills and they kind of go they get into this like cabin thingy that's like belongs to the samurai and the samurai is just like yelling at ash like he's like living in the forest he's he's actually like he's 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 kind of weird he's just (laughs) he's a samurai he's living in the cabins in the woods so (laughs) but here's the kicker he leaves metapod he doesn't even try to go find him he's just like bruh We'll go. We'll we'll do this tomorrow. We'll we'll get him tomorrow. But the beedrills are still outside. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to lay low. We got to relax. We got to rest. He's laying in his sleeping bag, and he's like, man, he's got I his don't hands behind his head. Yeah, Metapod, saying it to himself, like, "Do you really care, Ash? No, you got to you know, get him back. He gets better. He gets better. You're right. 
Um, he fights harder for his Pokemon. I don't really remember the exact conversation between him and the samurai, but the samurai is not happy about this whole situation. Yeah, basically, he's like, you let your Pokemon down. Um, you you should have done better by Metapod to get him back. Right. He's, and he's we agree. mad. We agree. we agree. I agree with the samurai. Yep, for sure. He... Then in the morning after this, they are like, all right, we're going to set out to go find Metapod. They find Metapod. And he is literally like underneath of this tree that is the nest of the swarm of the Beedrill. And the Beedrill are laying all over the trees and in, in, in the tree and the branches. And uh, Kakuna as well. are hanging everywhere. From the branches. There's so yes. many of them. And it's early in the morning. So... They're sleeping. They're all sleeping. And Metapod is at the base of the chilling. tree. Chilling. So that's it's where they sad. drop him off. It's sad. He's and just like, and the funny thing is, like, the face of Metapod is the same at all times. But so you like, just know it's sad. Exactly. It almost looks like he's high. Um, <laughs> His eyes are kind of low a little bit. Yeah, they're kind of low. They're about <laughs> halfway. They're glazed. Um, and Metapod's just waiting like, well, hope someone can get me. Uh, I ain't got no legs. <laughs> and he, honestly, the face that Metapod gives off is is the SpongeBob meme. All right, I'm head out. <laughs> I'm head out. But he wished that he could have. He can. Um, he literally has no legs. That's sad. He will. He will once he evolves. But, but, you know, as Ash is like sneaking, army crawling through he's the grass, trying to get him. Trying to get him. He's he's gonna do right by Metapod. He's gonna get him back. Oh. Here comes ball. Meowth. Meowth lands on Ash's head. Um, yeah. Is a brat. Team Rocket pops in, of course. And, Where's you know, Pikachu? Oh. Yeah, trying to steal Pikachu, and they're being as loud as humanly possible. Ash is like, shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm not trying to get stung, man. I'm not trying to get stung. He literally is telling them to mine their own beeswax. Yeah, this, this this podcast is canceled. <laughs> She's joking, folks. We'll be here for a while. So, Team Rocket's in, uh, which really sets the Beedrill off, wakes them all up, and then it actually works in Ash's favor because they fly off to get Team Rocket. Yes. So, at that point, Ash swoops in, Gets Metapod. Well, tries to get Metapod. Tries. He tries to get Metapod to go into his ball. And he won't. And he refuses because Metapod is like, bro, you literally abandoned me. Right. He thinks he's abandoned him. Well, and to be is fair, it that? he kind of did. Is it that? Or does Metapod just want to be stronger for Ash? Because, number oh. one, he didn't get to finish the battle facing off against the other Metapod. That's true. To show him how strong he I was. Thought, I took it as him being upset. Well, we can't tell really because of his face again. <laughs> his face is the same every time. Like he, they could have given him some eyebrows or been able to like move his eyelids. He is he's, a, a, he's literally a cocoon. He's so a he's cocoon. T- okay. But he's a pod. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> here's the thing too. Like he got swooped up by those bee drill and in he's my mind defeated. yeah he's defeated because in my mind you know in most pokemon games or in most pokemon regions there are two pokemon that are similar uh-huh. but are alternatives to each other and they're right. like enemies or rivals yep. and butterfree 
and Beedrill are those Pokemon. So being taken off by the Beedrill really, really set him off and was grinding his his gears. So, exactly. So, but that's why he didn't want to go back in the ball, I think. And that's a good point. That's a good point. Glad, glad, glad we both have our, you know, our thoughts. You could take it differently. Yeah, I mean, we've got our we've got our thoughts and our theories, and you know, we combine for the for the yeah. best product of the show. <laughs> for sure. There's uh there is one B drill though that's uh a little frisky. He's going rogue, and he really wants to come back for Ash and Metapod. He's like he's going after him. There's a vendetta there. And he kind of literally stabs a hole into yes, Metapod. And Metapod, like, I think, I don't know if the Beedrill would have gotten Ash or if he, the Beedrill would have gotten Metapod, but it's coming straight for him. And Metapod springs into action and, and tackles the Beedrill. And he at does. that point, that actually, because Beedrill's using Twin Needle and he, uh, rips a hole a slit in his pod yes and at that point ash is freaking out it's like oh we need to go to pokemon's hour right but but you know cue that iconic screen that animation metapod is evolving evolving bum, bum, bum. to butterfree, butterfree which is his you know his number one dream so and when that happens, Butterfree is just like, you know, super strong. Ash actually. Butterfree's like, I'm a Butterfree now. And I'm taking down I'm taking all these B drills. Like, all, the whole the squad. The whole swarm comes back. There's no way he's going down without defeating every one of them. And it's kind of impressive because the one thing Ash does know is moves. Like, he knows his moves for his Pokemon, the move sets. Yeah. I'll, so, I'll give that to Ash. He does. For his po- for the, each Pokemon, he does. He does have an impressive knowledge of that, mm-hmm. so I'll give that to him. That's like the one point he gets out of ten. So, so literally, Butterfree's ready to go to war for these, for um, against these Beedrill, and he puts the asses to sleep. Literally, sleep powder them all. They're dropping like flies, and Butterfree. Bees. You're right, bees. Like, ah oh, man, missed my chance there. <laughs> missed my chance there. The other thing is, the other thing is, that once they all drop, Samurai Bugcatcher. If he was a real Bugcatcher, he would have caught them all. He doesn't. <laughs> he could have had a hive. That'd be kind of scary. You're right. Would have been kind of scary. That's but okay. Butterfree. The the good thing is that Butterfree is the hero of the show. Butterfree. We didn't even talk about who our favorite. Pokemon in this Oh, it's episode. Butterfree. But it's, it's gotta be obviously Butterfree. obviously Butterfree, and it's the moment of the evolving. It's always that, because mm-hmm. it's just special. Oh, yeah. You love you love when, wanna, when any Pokemon in the oh, anime yeah. evolves, but Ash's Pokemon specifically He's always. Just, Ash is always so happy. He's um, like, alright, I'm learning. I'm, I'm doing something good. Is is Beedrill a good Pokemon though? I wanted to I wanted to like pose that question. Do people actually like Beedrill too? No, I think that Beedrill I think that it's not a bad Pokemon like to use in a battle. Like it's pretty strong. But would I have it in my party? No. Because I would never use it over I would never Butterfree. Use it. There's no. no way like No. I 
And I don't, I mean, the, the design's not bad. Like, I, I don't fault the design of the Pokemon. Um, his stats could be better, just like a lot of Gen 1 Pokemon. And he's an early Pokemon anyways, but Butterfree, the design, just, you know, his role in the anime that we're talking about right now. Well, it's so they, much better. Like, and his it typing. just looks, it's, it's like a negative connotation between that and like a wasp. Yes. And you're just automatically like, I right. don't want that. Yeah, exactly. That thing's dangerous. Butter butterflies don't hurt you. No. Uh but bees and wasps, they they've hurt me many times. So <laughs> I can't take that back, and neither can they. We won't talk about the bees. Um so yeah, favorite Pokemon from the episode. Butterfree we're at the consensus that Beedrill is not our favorite. I don't want to hate on him. Last uh, Brandy doesn't want to hate on him. He sucks. She's gonna hate on him. <laughs> Let us know if you like Beedrill or if you uh, have any special place in your heart for Butterfree. Or if you've ever used yeah. either one of these OG Pokemon, Gen 1, Kanto Pokemon in your teens. Uh, each episode we're probably gonna put either, you know, like some kind of question on here or a poll. Just something that's kind of a fun question that is about the episode that we are talking about or just a question about Pokemon in general. So have fun with that. And that concludes this episode. Um, we do want you guys to still connect with us on our official Twitter. Um, it's at the rare candy cast. Again, our Twitter is at the rare candy cast. Um, we'll be creating our official Instagram um, and then eventually we'll have our Discord as well. Please engage with us. Send in questions, topics, um, any comments that you have for the podcast and the show. Um, and we just want to connect with you guys and engage. Um, so we hope that we sparked some joy for you um, with these first few episodes. And we'll catch you later on the next episodes. This has been the Rare Candy uh, Pokemon Podcast. See you later. We out. Out.